morning and welcome to Sunlight Christian Center, located in downtown Orange. Let's join Pastor Joe and the worship service in progress. If you've ever tried to read an insurance policy, you know that you're in for a ride. Listen to this one paragraph from an insurance policy. Talk about gobbledygook. The grace period made on the basis of calculation made convertible for non-forfeitage of values unless a waiver of payment of premium falling due from the commencement of enduring the disability is made. Not so clear, but I bet you have no trouble with the bill. Where it says premium, you know exactly what it is that they want. You have no idea what it is you're going to get but you know what they want. Preaching God's word needs to be so clear, so absolutely, positively clear that there's no doubt in anybody's mind as what is being said. Matthew chapter 25, starting with verse 14, Jesus tells the simplest of stories, the simplest. The parable of the talents. And in this story, there's one major message and that is there is buried treasure that God does not want buried now we're going to jump into the story starting with verse 14 Jesus is simply telling a story and his stories were earthly stories that had heavenly meanings they had punch there was a point and he made his points strongly, and he does in this story. For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country. The kingdom of heaven. The man Jesus is referring to is himself. The kingdom of heaven is the far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. Jesus is the master in the story. He's the businessman. The far country is heaven. And there is no doubt about who his servants are. We are his servants. And he calls us servants. He doesn't care what what our title is. Some of us are dads and moms and brothers and sisters and fathers, uh, husbands and wives. We got titles. A pastor, teacher, CEO, president, administrator, congressman, senator, salesman. We have titles. But all of the titles that we have, and it doesn't matter what our title is, we are servants. No matter what we call ourselves, we're servants. Whether we drive a truck, or operate a computer, or have 150 people under us, we are servants. Because we have all been called to serve. And we are his servants. If you're not his servants, of course, this message has no meaning to you. You've got to be his servant in order for this to apply. His servants. And he called his servants and delivered his goods. Whose goods? 
his goods. He delivered his goods to them. Now we need to make this real clear. Whatever it is you're wearing today is his. You may have bought it, but it's his. He gave you the breath to breathe, the strength to work, the food to eat, even the space to live on. It's his. Whenever, whenever God, for instance, if, if the Lord would take up an offering and the Lord say, I want your tithes and your offerings, you're not giving him what is yours. You're giving him what is his. It was his to begin with. I mean, to make it really clear, when you were born into this world, how much money did you have on you? And when you leave, how much will you be taking with you? It's his. Am I right? It is his. Job put it this way. He said, naked I came in and fully clothed I'm going out. He said, naked I came and naked I'm going. Because it is all whose? His. So Jesus calls his servants and he delivers his goods. His goods have been, have been delivered to them. When we go to the picnic today, the trees are his. The grass is his. The water is his. The sky is his. It's all his. The picnic lunch you bring is his. The food that you bring that I eat is his. It's all his. Everything is his. Car you drive is not yours. You got the pink slip? That's wonderful. It's his. And the home you live in, it's his. The jewelry you have on is his. The shoes on your feet are who, who's his. Everything is his. So he called his servants and gave his goods to his servants. And it says this, and to one he gave five talents. Now talents is simply a weight, a measure. So when we think about a talent, don't think about a, 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 an object so much as it is a weight. It's so much weight. But when they measured out money in those days, they measured it out in weight. And depending on what it was they were measuring, whether it was copper, silver, or gold, would determine the value. So, the, the, so we're not told how much they're given, except what they're given a weight. And, and if they were given a weight of silver, it was significant. Or a weight of gold, it was significant. Talent, talent was, was a weight. And to one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another... One, to each, according to his own ability, everybody gets something. And everybody gets something according to their ability. God knows what our ability is, and he gives it to us based on our ability. And so we have these numbers, five, two, and one. Say that with me, five, two, one. This is how he measured out the talents. One got five, one got two, and one just got one. And when you look at those numbers, you say, well, you know, there's a couple of things that right away come to our mind. It's, it's really easy for me to conclude that we are not created equally because we have different abilities. You have an ability and I have an ability, but they're not equal. We are equal before God as far as who he is and who we are, but our abilities are not equal. God has made us different. We some, some are good in one area, some are good in another. We are not created equally. And that means that God is not fair. If you want fair, you're going to have to go to another place because God is not, God is just and God is righteous, but God is not fair. You see, when we talk about fair, you talk about something that has to do with your point of view. 
So fair to you might not be fair to me. And fair to me may not be fair to you. But, but, but when God gives out these talents to one, and that's why you look at somebody and say, whoa, look at the talent this person's got. And then you look at yourself and you say, and I only got this. Usually we have a tendency of seeing it that way, even though we may have been blessed with talents that are hidden and we don't even know that they're there. So we always see the grass, that's why they say the grass is greener on somebody else's yard. It's it, not necessarily so, but, but it, what is true is that we have not been given gifts in a fair way. We have been given them based on our ability, abilities. So how do we know, how do we know, how do we know what it is that we have? We need to settle this issue first, and that is we need to understand that we are not created equally, and it's okay not to be created equally. God is not fair according to our rules and our point of view, and that's okay. He's just, but he may not be fair. And we sing the song, you've heard it. It is no secret what God can do, what he's done for others he'll do for you. It's a wonderful song. It's just not true. And there's some aspects of the song that may be true, but it's, it's to one he gave five, to another he gave two, and to still another he gave one. It is no secret what God can do, what he's done for others he may not do for you. But whatever he has done, and this is important, whatever God has done and whatever God has given you, whatever it is, whether you have five two or one, everybody's got something. you got to know that it is God's will. Whatever you've got is God's will. And whatever you've got, you can make it with whatever it is that he gave you because he gave it to you. So you have what God wants you to have. And that's his will. And many times when we talk about God's will, we wonder, what is, what is God's will? I used to teach a class on the will of God. What is God's will? And so we talk about what is, well, what is God's will? What is God's will for me? What is God's will for that person? I don't know what God's will is for me. I wish I knew what God's will was. I, 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 I don't know what God's will. I'll tell you this. You can start with this. Whatever you've got is God's will. Because you wouldn't have it if it wasn't his will. We start there. What you've got. Is God's will. And when God gave you what it is you've got, he didn't hide it. He did not hide it. You may be having some trouble looking and finding it, but I'm going to tell you, when God gave it to you, and I, and I hope this is clear in a moment, when God gave you your talent, he did not hide it. He put it in your hands. Lift your hand up. Look at your hand. He put it right in your hand. It's right in your hand. When God gave you his will, he put it in your hand, what is the talent that God has given us? That's, that's the question. Moses, what's in your hand? Do you remember? Do you remember what Moses said? He said a rod. And God said, you take the thing that's in your hand and I will bring you deliverance with what's in your hand. And so the natural question would be, what is in your hand? What's in my hand? Let me ask you a few questions. What are you good at? What do you enjoy doing? What's your passion? It's a clue as to what God has given you. Some people just have the ability. Some people can sell. They're good. I, you know, I, I think of myself and, and taking up an offering. I say, you know, there's some ministers that can get up here and they can take up an offering. And, and you would walk out of here and not even know they took it. 
They're good. Oh, yes, they're good. That's just not me. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get that. But some people can sell. I, I, I know somebody who can sell ice cubes to an Eskimo. I mean, this guy's good. He's good. Some people can't. What you're good at is what God blessed you with. Some people can sing. Some people can dance. Some people are just administrators. They just have this ability. They, 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 they can administer it. They got all of these things they could juggle and they can move at the same time and they know where every little piece is and it's all organized. Some people just are blessed with organization. Some people are just blessed as leaders. They just can lead. They, they don't know. They didn't study. They just lead. They can lead. And the others been blessed. They've been blessed by the Lord because they're followers. They know how to follow. And they can follow. It's, it's a matter of what is the area that God blessed you with. And that's what we've got to take a look at. We've got to find out what it is. Some people can work with their hands. They're really good. They can work with their hands. Other people can work with numbers. They've got the ability to work with numbers. Some can work with children. Some can work with teenagers. Some can work with the elderly. Some people can just work. They, can, they just have the ability to do. They can do. They can. God's blessed them with an ability to do. You're looking at the talent that God has blessed you with. Pastor Joe, but, but my talent is not spiritual. What? What does that mean? God calls one to teach in a church and he calls another one to teach in a school. Does that make one more spiritual? Than, no. Has that, it, it's a matter of what has God given you and what door has God opened for you. That's the area where God's will is and God has blessed you. That's your area. Not everybody has to become a preacher. So what's in your hand? Because when God gave out the talents, he put it in your hand. And some of us, we, we actually look at the thing that God has given us, and we don't really give it much credibility, because after all, it's just, uh, I mean, after all, Pastor, I can just, all I can do is this. And we don't realize that this thing that you have been depreciating in your life happens to be the very blessing that God has given you. And we've spent so much of our time depreciating it because we've looked around at others who have depreciated it. And because they have depreciated it, we've learned to depreciate the thing that they depreciated. And all the while, it's the blessing that God has given us. And we took their, uh, uh, their attitude and we absorbed their attitude. And now we depreciate the very thing that God has blessed us with. And that's wrong, and we need to look at what it is that God has blessed us with and never depreciate it. George Washington Carver had a peanut in his hand. And he asked God, Lord, show me the secrets. And he began to examine and to experiment, and he, and he found that in the peanut, in the peanut, you know the little peanuts that we eat at the baseball game, that peanut, that peanut we, we 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 throw them to the elephants the peanuts those peanuts he found plastics in peanuts and he found perfume in peanuts and he found paint you paint your house from peanuts and you ladies that put on cosmetics much of the cosmetics come from peanuts so somebody says you a peanut face that's a compliment He found explosives in peanuts and fertilizer in peanuts. He found over 300 separate uses for peanuts. Don't depreciate what it is that God has put in your hand. 
God has blessed you with a compassionate heart. Use it. He blessed you with encouraging words. Give them. He's blessed your hands to write. Write it. He's blessed your mind to read. Read it. What has God given you? And don't depreciate what it is that God has blessed you with. Because God, that's the area where God wants to use you. He wants to use you in the area that you already are interested in, that you already have a passion for. God wants to use you in the place where he has blessed you. Lord, open up our eyes. Don't, don't, for, for make, make a covenant with yourself. And today, from this day forth, I will never look at what I don't have and waste my time looking at the things I don't have. Some people will spend most of their lives looking at what they don't have, which I wish I, wish I had, but it would be nice if I did. Forget about looking at what you don't have. If you don't have it, you don't need it. You only need what it is you have. You and what God has given you is all you need to get from where you are to where God wants you to be. You don't need somebody else as your ticket to get there the ticket has been placed in your hand you have it right now but God wants you to do something with what it is you have listen to this he's given you he's blessed you he's given to you it's in your hands he wants you to do something with it something do something with it it might be small do something small with it and it'll grow Whatever your hand find to do, what does the scripture say? Do it with all of your might. Do it. And God will bless what it is that you're doing. In fact, there's a scripture verse in Psalm 1. It goes, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. So that means whatever I'm willing to do, he'll prosper. Not what I'm wishing. Not what I'm hoping. What I'm willing to do, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. I got something that I need to do. God's given me a blessing. He's, get, he's put it in my hands. And whatever he's put in my hands, that's what I, I got to do. I got to do what he's put in my hand to do. Then he who had received five talents went and traded with them. Traded. That's the word I want you to see, traded. He took what he had in his hands, traded it. The only way you can trade something is you got to give it. You trade by giving it. You receive, but you got to give. And then it says, the one who had five traded, and likewise, likewise, he who had received two, that likewise means he did the same thing that the fellow had five did. He traded, he gave it. He put it in the pot. He invested it. He worked it. He did something with it. Right? He do something with what it is that God has blessed you with. There's something that you can do with what it is that God has blessed you. Now, why would I put a picture of money moving on a screen? Do you know what this is called, other than it's called money? It is called currency. Do you know why it is called currency? Because it'll only work if it gets into current. 
Something's got to be done with it. That's why when the master gave the talents, it was a measure of money, he gave his servants. He wanted them to do. He wanted them to invest. He wanted them to work it. He wanted it to flow. He wanted it to go. Because if you've got money and if you're sitting on it, it is of no value. Got no value. You take a $100 bill, take a, take a stack of $100 bills and sit on them. It's going to do nothing. In order for it to work, it's got to flow. We've got to do something. This is probably a, a simple financial seminar, but it, but it, it sure is important to know. If you've if you got money, you need to do something with it. You can't just sit on it. Because if you sit on it, you, you're actually losing if you're sitting on it. You're losing it because of inflation, because of recession. It's nibbling, nibbling. A $100 bill 50 years ago was probably worth $100. It sure was worth more than it is today. So if you just sit on it and do nothing with it, it is deteriorating. Slow but sure. So in order to make it grow, in order to make it go, you've got to put it in the stream. It's got to flow. It's got to get in the current. That's why it's called currency. It's got to move. You've got to do something with what's in your hand. That's what's important. I've got to give it. If God has blessed me, and he has blessed me with a talent, with an ability, with a skill, with a desire, with a passion, it does no good until I start to give it. I've got to touch somebody with what it is that God has blessed me with. I got to, you, you've, got, you've been blessed by God. God has given you a wonderful smile. You've got to give it. You've got to give it. If God has given you some strong shoulders, you've got to give it. You've got to give it. God has blessed you with a compassionate heart. There's somebody that needs you real bad. You've got to give it. And only in your giving of it will God bless. And God will multiply what it is that you're willing to put into the flow. If you're willing to step in and say, I'm giving, I'm giving, I'm going to step into this area. I'm going to give. What, I'm not going to look at what others are doing. I'm going to give what God gave me. To, I'm going to do. i got to give it away. We're servants. That's what he expects from his servants. All of us are the same. We're servants. But all of his servants have not received the same gifting. One got five, one got two, one got one. But he who had received one went and dug in the ground and hid his Lord's money. Where did he put it? In the ground. If you take a dollar bill and put it in the ground, you better remember where you put it, first of all. But it will do nothing in the ground. It's not like a seed. You put a seed in the ground, it's going to grow. But if you put money in the ground, it will do absolutely nothing in the ground. And this, and this story is all about this one person. It's not about the five-talent man. It's not about the two-talent man. It's about the one-talent man who hid his talent in the ground. The story is, is all about him. And this is the warning. Don't bury it. Don't bury the blessing that God gave you. If you bury it. 
But God does not God does not want you to give back to him what he gave to you the same way he gave it to you. If God blessed you with a singing voice, don't give him that singing voice back. Bless a bunch of people with your singing voice, then bring it back. You got to do something with what he blessed you with. Don't bury it. And and where where have we been burying the blessing that God has given us? What is it buried under? Now this one talent man buried it under the ground, the dirt, the dirt. He just dug a hole in the ground, put the talent in, covered it back up. But but this message has got to apply. It's got to it's got to mean something to me in a personal way because I know I already can see that it's crazy to take money and put it in the ground and bury it there. That's okay. But but this is not about my money so much as it is about the blessing that God has blessed me with whatever it is he wants me to do something with what it is he gave me what have I what do people bury their gifts under some of us have buried our talent under our yesterdays our yesterdays and if you could look if you could look at the talent you would find a, on top of that talent is piled calendars yesterday yesterday's memory yesterday's defeat yesterday's failure I can't do anything for God because of what happened yesterday what they did to me what they said about me it's all buried the wonderful blessing that God has given me buried 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 under yesterday I can't get it out because it's under yesterday's all of those yesterday's have been covering it up and I can't use it because it's got to get through all of that yesterday's defeat Yesterday's depressions, yesterday's what they said. And so I'm living all my life into the future with all of the voices of yesterday, and I can't do what God's called me to do because yesterday is in the way. Yesterday is there. Yesterday they said. Yesterday they did. Yesterday they messed up with me. Yesterday, yesterday, yesterday. I'm buried. I buried a wonderful blessing that God has given me under my yesterdays, and I can't get it out because it's buried there. And I say, Lord, if you can use anything, you can use me. I don't want my yesterdays keeping me from being used by God. It doesn't matter what happened yesterday. It doesn't matter what they said yesterday. Because Jesus took care of all my yesterdays at Calvary. And I am free from my yesterdays and I've got today and tomorrow and I don't need to be held back by my yesterdays forgetting those things which are behind I press towards the mark of the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus I don't want my yesterdays dragging me down and I can't put my gift under my yesterdays Lord if you can use anybody use me you have been listening to Pastor Joe at Sunlight Christian Center We are located in beautiful downtown Orange, just one block north of the Chapman Circle at 172 North Glassell Street.